if I'm not working on myself, nothing is going to change. So yeah, this is a huge part of following your dream is your mindset, really. And you have to push yourself and really work on it because otherwise uh, no one will come and be like, here's your dream, have it. Welcome everyone to Life is Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life is Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they had overcome. So those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and hope to be their better selves. Today, we have a very special guest. She is the one who decided to follow her dreams. She has a passion for traveling and she shares incredible tips on the mindset space as well. Nina, welcome to the show. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for agreeing to participate in this crazy idea of recording this podcast. Of course. <laughs> and let's rewind a bit back. Let's go back to the days when you were 14 years old, you had your part-time job and you had a big dream. What was your dream and how did you get to where you are now? Well, um, my family has always been traveling a lot. So it was always like this ideal life for me was I want that I want that for myself as well when I'm grown up, you know. Um, maybe you saw some of my stories. Uh, my father is a pilot. My brother is becoming one now. So traveling and being like independent some, in some way was always this, this passion. But there were also a lot of, um, I would say, financial issues. So I really, I started to work for myself very early. I think I started waitressing when I was like 13 or something. And, you know, always with this goal in my mind, one day I want to do this trip around the world. And maybe when I was 14, I did um, romanticize this a little bit too, too much. You know, I thought of buying a van and living in Australia, which is possible for sure. But now that I'm 25, I understand, okay, there are things like, how do I gonna do my taxes? Yeah. It took, it took a while for me to, to go for this step because I also, I thought about going um, on a trip around the world when I was 18 and finishing school. But in some way, I always, um, a job came to me and a really nice job. So I was like, okay, I try out a normal job, a cool job. And then um, when I'm free, I've also always been in relationships. One day I will do this, but this day never, never came, you know? So I realized I have to make this decision and go for it. Otherwise, I will never do it. Yeah. yeah. Curious, you said a very, you had a very cool job. So what was your job? And do you think it was harder to quit it because you were actually enjoying it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I was working for TV first in, in Austria. Um, then I studied for three years, film production. And right after my, my studies, um, I was called from a place in Italy, it was Austrian TV, where I was working for an internship. And they called me and offered me a job because one of their colleagues, um, she got pregnant and also she quit her job. So they asked me if I want to take her job uh, because they already knew me from a three-month internship. And at this time, I was just, I just finished my studies. I was in a very, actually in a very unhappy place because I didn't know mm. what to do with my life and also my relationship at that time didn't work so well so I needed something you know that that mm. keeps me going and this job just came so um yeah it was really cool working as a tv reporter is is um very exciting because every day you you get some new stories you do news you do stories about people it's very um colorful a very nice job 
but at one point I was living in this very small town in Italy, which was nice, but also very narrow. And there were like a lot of, of uh, mountains around me and I'm like the city kid who is not used to it. And I loved it, but at some point I also realized that the people there have a different mentality. So when you tell them you want to go and travel the world, most of them have never really been outside of their country. So I just realized at one point this job is nice, but I can't stay there forever. But this is where I also met my boyfriend and he agreed to come with me to Vienna. And yeah. And for everyone who's listening in, you decided to go on this travel mission in the COVID times. (laughs) So I can imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, really. Some people ask me, like, why do you do this now? Can't you wait? But I I think, and this is also to all of you who are listening, who want to go. um, I don't know how long and nobody knows how long this this COVID thing is going to stay. You know, it might be over after this year. It might go for two more years. I don't know. Um, For me, for myself, it was not an option to wait longer, you know. And that's what I love. And that's what I love about you because, you know, you had a dream and you're actually the one who took action and started working on your dream. Because I feel that way too many people are there just having dreams that will never become reality just because they don't take action. And you actually were sharing something very interesting on your Instagram. You You were talking about dream killers. I don't know if you remember that post of yours. You were saying, what are the dream killers? You were saying that... You know, that the, their people are, fa- are afraid to fail or they're afraid to think what others will yeah. think or they're just yeah. not committed enough That's to their goals. Issue, yeah. And I still think this is like the biggest issue for a lot of people out there because I think that and also um, stability. Because for me, no one ever like told me you shouldn't go. My parents are very supportive. Um, my boyfriend said he's coming with me. So I never had this problem of people telling me don't do it. Um, for me, it's more the problem that I, I don't know where is my income coming from, um, where do I want to live, how do, how do I, I don't know, want to afford that traveling lifestyle. This is a bigger issue for me and I think for a lot of people out there as well, because the question I get asked the most is how do you afford to do that? Uh, that's well, a how huge... do you afford to do it? Um, well, I shared it as well in my, in my stories once because it's such a, such a common question. And as you know, I I started saving up for this since I'm 14. So if you start saving up this amount um, for 10 years, and I also worked full time when I turned 21, so I didn't study very long. um, It was always my priority. So I'm not saying you need a huge amount of savings to start it, but I would really suggest if you want to go for this full time travel thing or whatever it is you want to do, save up some money because it gives you some security yeah but yeah still this is what this is like my main income income like my main <laughs> living source right now but um we also have some projects going on like small brand corporations and unexpected money sometimes comes as well you know if you have your goal sometimes when i was here in vienna this company called me i worked with them years ago and they called me because they saw that I'm back and they were like, yeah, you want to work with us again? And I had this job out of nowhere and I'm managing also some social media account for other people. So it's like small, small baby steps, but you know, 
um, as long as I see things moving, I'm, I'm staying positive about it. Yeah. yeah. And how do you see yourself in a year or so? What would be your dream? How do you see your lifestyle and what you're doing and what you're contributing to other people through your social media platforms? What's your vision? So maybe each day, think of some actions that bring you closer to these, these dreams or visions. Um, so what I wrote down for, for this year um, is I have a bucket list of places where I want to go. So this is like my main goal. Okay, I want to travel. Where are the places I want to travel to? Um, I set an amount of money I want to earn. Um, I never did that before. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but I have this goal. Okay, this is going to be on my bank account at the end of the year. Um, and I really want to, what I love about this Instagram journey as well is connecting with like-minded people, like with you and with so many other people who have the exact same dream. And I see people approaching this dream in different ways and it's just very nice to um, connect. So I see myself in a more in a year even more connected. And and yeah, I would love to to be able to live this travel lifestyle and make my income from wherever I am and be happy, you know, also mentally and get in really good shape also for my mental health. Yeah. Cool. And I was wondering because you not only share the travel tips or the places or the beautiful locations, you also want to focus on mindset and all on mm. mindset tips and all the lessons that you don't along the way i was wondering why do you why do you find it important and why did you decide to share also mindset mm -hmm. that's a really good question because when i started i did like travel and fashion but in some way it didn't feel right because i'm i'm doing this instagram thing but i'm also very um trying to step back a little bit because I don't think it's always that healthy you know everybody knows the issues about social media and I don't want to be the next you know social media queen who everybody admires and it's like oh, I want to be like her and I want to wear the things like her um I wanted if I'm doing this Instagram thing I really want to um make it worth people following me you know I want to give them something I want to make something bigger not only showing my new i don't know bikini or whatever these are also nice things and these are things i'm also working on but still i don't think um it wouldn't be suitable for me you know i want to um yeah i, I need more behind it than just uh, nice pictures of me yeah and i think it's also when you touched upon the topic that The most important thing is not only to be in the beautiful place or location yourself, mm -hmm. but also to be in a beautiful place inside. And there's mm -hmm. nothing yeah, worse yeah. that could be when you're in a beautiful, gorgeous place and you feel miserable and you want to cry and you just yeah. don't have the inner peace. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, 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 saw, I saw quite some of your posts. So I saw one when you, you posted the one from a beautiful location and you are smiling and you actually said that you don't feel so good in this picture and mm -hmm. uh, yeah I remember that was, was a long long post to go but yeah <laughs> so how did you get how did you bring yourself out from that negative place into a more positive one what steps did you take if there's somebody who's listening now and then they're you know they're quite sad and They just don't know what to do, what steps, what actionable steps can you recommend and what did you do? And also for myself, I, in the past, I had 
like relationship problems, financial problems, problems with my, my body image, stuff like that. There were so many things coming together. And of course, if that things change, um, if you're in a rela happy relationship or if you find a job that you really like, things change for me as well. But what I also realized, um, especially about not feeling well with your own body or I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's sometimes it's also time, you know, that doesn't mean that you have to wait and sit around. But sometimes um, you just need to put off some pressure and be like, OK, it's going to be OK. It, nothing has to change tomorrow. You know, you can give yourself some time. <laughs> um, it's OK. Everybody has these problems. And also what I realized, if it's really bad it's it's not a problem if you get help i never did it for myself you know but i realized at the past that i really had some issues and i went through them alone and i thought well these are issues there are people who are professionals who help you with this yeah i know it also it also costs money yes but maybe you can find someone who is in your um, friendship circle you know who can help you and also what helped me a lot is um I had always these issues with, am I good enough? Is the job that I'm doing good enough and everything? And when I finally had my first full-time job, um, it was really hard for me at the beginning. But after some time, I realized that people really value what I'm doing. And now I see the same thing happening with Instagram. So people are, you know, we're getting connected. People are telling me, wow, can you help me? I need this, I need that. And seeing that the work you do, you're do you do a good job because you love what you do? So that also gives you peace. So I really would, um, yeah, try to, to focus on yourself, um, become peace with yourself. And also some super basic things we all know help. If you move your body, eat well, go outside, go in a forest, have some fun time with your friends, put your phone down. These super basic things, we all know them, but we don't do them, right? So I think these small baby steps sometimes help as well, yeah. Yeah, and I think, oh, I just got, got the goosebumps when you said, you know, that you're thinking that you're not good enough and mm. um, afterwards when you were saying, but then when you actually started doing things, you're like, actually, I'm being quite valued and I can learn and I can improve and I... And also the feedback that you're getting on Instagram. And I thought, you know, the beautiful thing about your page on Instagram is also that I, I see that you're trying to build a community of people in the sense it's not mm -hmm. just, you know, you're not just posting the pictures. You're also replying to people and um, actually like asking them other questions and follow-up questions mm -hmm. and reaching out. And I think it's very beautiful because I think that's what social media is supposed to be like. Absolutely, yeah. Or what you're doing, you know, you share valuable content and people really, I think this is the direction social media also goes to, um, that people need some value and not only pretty pictures, you know. Exactly. Oh, and um, I was also wondering, what, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, like a lot of people got quite sad during the COVID times because you know so many people were just staying mm -hmm. home and then everyone is watching social media and they see mm -hmm. everyone else like it seems having the time of their life <laughs> because yeah, social media yeah. tends to <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah it always has been like this but now with COVID also it's even worse yeah that's true um I really think that if you're not trying to build a career with Instagram, 
really just take a step back. It really um, helps, I think. If I wouldn't work with Instagram, um, I would, I don't know, I have friends of mine who deleted for three days and then they downloaded it just for the weekend or just for a few days a week. I know it's, um, you always have to take action, yes. But if you're not trying to, to work with Instagram, really take a step back. Because obviously, I think it's a really big problem because I've, I've done so many courses now about social media and also about editing. And I saw what, I didn't know that so much is possible, you know, from, I'm not only talking about turning gray water into super blue water. It's also, as we talked about body types and, and body positivity, you know, it's crazy what you can edit. And I think a lot of people are doing it because I realized it after taking this editing courses and you have some small issues granted. And even if it's not, not edited, I can tell you from so many pictures that we took as well, that we were maybe in a fight because my boyfriend wanted to take this picture that way. I wanted to take it that way. We had to wait for an hour to get to the spot. We got lost in a way, you know? There's so much happening behind a picture. There's always a story. It's not like these people are running around having the best time and just snap. Yeah, thank you for sharing us the behind the scenes of, uh, you know, beautiful pictures and <laughs> what is actually happening. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, I, I think that's something that just needs to be more talked more about. And I think that's the direction that the social media is going. I see more people posting like Instagram versus reality. Yeah, that's a good thing. And it's also so fun, you know, sometimes you see this Insta models and then they post this picture, how they look when they post it or stuff like that, you know, and uh, it's more yeah. fun. It's more relatable. Yeah. And um, now as you started more and more traveling and I, I was wondering if you have any fun travel stories that you could share with us, anything that went wrong or I don't know, anything that uh, you learned and it was like, because I know when you travel, you learn so much because you experience mm -hmm. everything. So I was wondering, do you have any fun stories that are your go-to fun stories to share or any failures that happened or, yeah. Um, from, as a, from my last trip, not really because we were um, really, I don't know, really good prepared. We were the two of us. And I always feel like if you're traveling, the two of you, we had this little bubble. And this is also maybe something we want to change now that we continue traveling. Maybe we try more to, you know, sleep in a hostel and not in an Airbnb to connect with other people. So not a lot of stories happen here, maybe like small things. But um, for me, the biggest travel stories happened when I was traveling alone and traveling um, with a friend and sleeping in hostels and stuff. So once I can remember, um, I forgot my passport. This is like one of my to-go stories. I forgot my passport in a hostel and I called because we were in a bus um, in Cambodia and they told me uh, it's not a problem. People send things by bus to the city, um, to the main city, the capital every day. Um, so I was like, yeah, why not? I sent my passport with this bus because I didn't want to go like eight hours back to this place. And of course, my passport got lost. Um, I took hours to figure out that someone has kidnapped my passport. And they asked me to pay an amount of money to get my passport back. It was really kidnapped. Uh, and so the hotel guy there, he spoke with the people on the bus uh, station. And he drove with me with his scooter to a super dodgy small um, dark area 
behind some houses and I was alone on this motorbike with a guy from the hotel in Cambodia and there was another guy and he held up like an envelope and said here is your passport and he ended up charging me ten dollars for my passport I was like I give you 50 if you want I don't want to sound rude but why do you do all this for ten dollars and this was like a moment for me where I thought people are going through all of this just to get ten dollars and I'm you know sometimes we are like yeah I, I lost ten dollars it doesn't matter so things are really different in, in different cultures there are many many stories I once had an accident as well um, with a motorbike and I'm still having scars from that to the day now so yeah <laughs> there, so what there, hap what's happened yeah. with the motorbike um, with the motorbike, I was driving with a friend on the backseat and I didn't know that he never drove a motorbike before. And his <laughs> other friend was also with us and he was trying like these cool tricks. And he slipped on a super busy street in Vietnam. And my friend with the whom I was driving, he was so scared that he hit the brakes and we just, um, yeah, were falling off the bike. And it was actually, I was really injured. I couldn't walk and had like oh. damaged knee. And we didn't, didn't know what to do. And this Vietnamese family picked us up from, from the ground, basically, drove us to the next hospital. They didn't speak English. They just took care of us. They paid for all our hospital bills and they were gone after that. We couldn't even say thank you. They were just like, here you have Aww. them. And like that sometimes happens. So the, the best thing about traveling and the best stories are really always when other people are involved, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Travel just opens up uh, your mind forever. You know, yeah. it just like if you stay in the same place, I feel like your vision becomes like this. And once you travel, it's like you see so many beautiful places. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I just cannot put traveling into one. <laughs> I cannot explain what traveling does to you, but uh, it does something truly magical. You can, you get kind of addicted to the feeling as well, right? be at a new place, to meet new people. Um, if you want to start, I feel you can never stop. <laughs> it's like the biggest drug, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a healthy drug, but it's, yeah, it is wonderful. And the projects that you keep mentioning, I, I'm so curious. I just don't know if you're allowed yet to share what the projects are that you're working on um, or are they secrets? Not, not in detail, <laughs> not in detail. But um, it's like a video project and might be for, um, for a national TV station. And it's, it's, it has a lot to do with people who live um, in other countries from Austria and also some other projects. Um, we have some projects ourselves, like I'm working on my own website with a web shop, with presets, eBooks, and maybe in the future also something like a course, you know, uh, like a, tutoring or or also I want to help people to to follow their dreams like I do or like so many others on Instagram do has been following your dreams as you expected or was it nothing like you expected <laughs> or somewhere um, in between in some, ways, in some ways yes um but it's also as you said if you're at a beautiful place but you're not um okay with yourself you won't be so much happier like I've did a, um, a semester abroad in Malaysia and it was literally, it was one of the best times in my life. And I, I was so attached to that feeling that I had there that I expected when I go and start traveling again, this feeling like it was 
has to come back. So it was not like that. It was different. And of course, I was not studying. I was not with any other students. I was with my boyfriend, which was beautiful as well, but different. And I think you have to um, stop making great um, expectations. Like, be happy for what comes. And also, if you're not working on yourself, I don't think that being on Bali or uh, wherever will really fix it. So this is something I really learned because in the first days where we were in South Africa now recently, I was happy, of course, for exploring and everything, but I also realized if I'm not working on myself, nothing is going to change. So yeah, this is a huge part of following your dream is your mindset, really. And you have to push yourself and really work on it because otherwise uh, no one will come and be like, here's your dream, have it. 100%. And if you could go back in time, meet your younger self and you have like a minute or you know, a few sentences that you can say to your younger self, what, what would you say? Yeah, it's really not an easy question. And I often thought about it myself because there are so many people also out there sharing what they would tell them their younger selves. Um, I would say worry less for sure. Don't try to, to um, plan things too much ahead and also stop worrying about things that didn't even happen. Because that's a huge point for me. I'm worrying constantly about things that did, didn't even happen now. So also maybe not to be, I always tried to have when I was like 14, 15, I, I was going out a lot and had a lot of fun. But I, I was always in control, you know, I planned everything and I was like super, um, yeah, in control of everything. And also when some things didn't went as I planned, I was panicking. <laughs> so um, now I'm trying to, to let things flow a little bit more. Don't let anyone tell you you're not beautiful enough or skinny enough or whatever. Don't let anyone um, make you feel uncomfortable. Because I feel that's one of the biggest issues that girls have with 14, 15 are a huge, they have a huge problem with themselves. And so I think, um, just, uh, yeah, self-love is a big thing in that, in that age, in any age, but especially in that age. So I would tell myself maybe to just accept and love myself a little bit more. Oh, this was so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Especially thing for young girls. Maybe you, you can feel it from your own experience. Definitely. And I, I think for me, it was a lot when I started using more and more Instagram that you just start mm -hmm. naturally kind of comparing yourself to others. Mm -hmm. And that I found very uh, toxic because um, yeah. as Jay Shetty says, you know, there's three cancers of the soul and it's comparing, complaining and criticizing. And mm -hmm. I really find that the second you start comparing you lose your own power because we are so powerful we are unique and that's our superpower and then we start comparing you lose it and you feel so lost and I think a lot of girls going through this when they are a bit younger going through this stage of not thinking they are not good enough and uh, for those yeah. that are listening in you are good enough yes everybody is is beautiful in their own way and can do the things other people do you know some people are doing this for five years of course they have a million followers because for five years they have been working on their photography skills um on their uh, content creation skills so this is something different i started um really putting work in a year ago so 
there is no need to compare yourself, you know, and also people who have now maybe 300 followers sometimes text me and ask me, why is it not working? Why I'm not growing? Why this and that? It takes time, everything. And yeah. it, it also applies to so many other, other um, if you want to be the fittest version of yourself, it takes maybe months, but yeah, you can't compare it to someone who is already working out for two years every day. So this comparing really, um, it doesn't help you at all and doesn't make you grow. It doesn't make you feel better. So whenever you catch yourself for those who are listening, comparing, it's really, really not worth your energy and time to do so. Yeah, I try to inspire myself, myself without comparing, which is really hard sometimes. But yeah, it has to work. Otherwise, as you said, it's like cancer for, for the soul. Yeah. But also, I think the important point that uh, you mentioned, and I wanted to also zoom in on it, I think what most people forget is that a lot of the things are a game of skill acquisition. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, because when you're just starting out and you, you look at someone who has been doing something for 10 years, you just don't realize how much work they have invested in getting better at something. If it is editing pictures or taking pictures or creating videos, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, you compare yourself from, you know, at the stage that you're now without realizing that you actually can acquire all of these skills, you know, it will take yeah. you 10 years. Sure, you know, it took other people 10 years, <laughs> yeah. but you can get there if you work hard and you put in the con consistent work, you can get yeah. there. Absolutely. And I also feel, because everybody says you need to work hard. So I always had this, it has to be serious, you know, it's hard work. I don't want to be super serious with my work for, for the rest of my life. I want to have fun with my work. So I try to take it less serious. Not It's not less important, but try to take myself and everything a little bit less serious, you know, um, so that it's, that it's fun and it should be fun, whatever you're doing. Um, of course, hard work doesn't necessarily mean you don't have to do, um, of course you work the hours but of course consistency that was my key consistency really is part of success it is the the, the most important one because if i um maybe you, you saw it i grew from from three thousand to now it's i think twenty thousand um and this big growth happened in maybe four months and this is what people saw but what they don't see is i worked for this maybe for two years and the last year i really posted every day sometimes twice a day and i had zero i had like no growth at all people were, were um, not viewing my reels or something but what kept me going is that i knew if i keep going at some point it must change you know and that applies for any other uh, other um, life issue as well maybe you won't see results right away but if you keep going of course something has to um, change or come out of this this is a, like a law, a natural law, yeah. I love this natural law and I, I think you described it beautifully. And I just love following along your journey and seeing you grow because that's what you do, you know. You just actually get better and that's why the more, the more reels you post with every other reel, you become better at doing it or, you know, you get the feedback and you, you just need to put on the work. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, consistently yeah. put in the work and you'll make you know you'll you'll be good at whatever you want to be good at and just mm -hmm. to make sure just make sure like 
for anyone listening, just make sure that you actually enjoy what you're doing because there will be a lot of hard work. <laughs> yes, exactly. You will stick with it. And that's why it's so, so important to do something you really like. If you're feeling that this is not the right place for you, try to change it and try to find something that makes you happy. Definitely. Yeah. Before I ask my last question, where people can connect with you and reach out to you? Um, well, the most, most of the people reach out to me at my um, DM. So you can always um, DM me on Instagram. And please do so because I really love chatting with people um, about their, their life and also about their problems. Sometimes I have people who approach me and are like, I'm so unhappy. I don't know what to do. And I feel like this has become like a new role kind of for me also to chat about people about their their problems or their anxiety or issues um so definitely reach out to me and do that you can always text me and connect um there's also an email button on my profile so if you prefer to connect um via email you can do that as well and as i said um there's going to be a website that's also kind of a blog so i know blog is not for everyone but if you want to follow along just my journey or I will share um, not only travel tips also yeah mindset related um, things and more um, stories as well so this is going to be something in the future to offer people also more um, to connect yeah oh amazing cannot wait to check out your website and to read that blog yeah, and have your tips. Feedback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my last question the final question is so Let's imagine you're now 80 years old or quite old and you look back in your life and there was one thing you wish you would have done, but you haven't. So what would you regret not doing? Oh, this is also really difficult because right now I'm so focused on the things that I want to do. Um, I just can say if I, I want my life to be an adventure, I don't want to have a normal um yeah, this classic, you know, um, nine to five, buy a big house, get married with 30, and then that's it kind of thing. I think I would really, really regret that if I'm 80 and looking back and think you have this dream of traveling, why did you never do that? And also, um, uh, yeah, I think um, also having healthy relationships and being with a partner that I really love, um, which is the case at the moment, but you never know also for other people who are listening, um, don't settle for someone who's not making you happy. You know, I think um, I left my previous relationship because I felt if this is going to be the person I'm growing old with, I will regret that if I'm 80. That's really hard to say, but not because someone is, is uh, bad to you, but you just feel this is not the person for me. So also with relationships and if it's friends, if you feel like your friend or not, making you feel good or you can grow together I think this is also something people look back when they're old and are like okay maybe I should have spent more time with those people and less with them or you know um, but for sure I think not going for your adventure is something you will regret at some point of your life yeah beautiful thank you so That's much for being here thank you so thank much you, so much you have yeah you have the most beautiful energy and your energy is even more beautiful now as I get a chance to talk to you and see you uh, than uh, I saw on Instagram, which was already very beautiful. But thank you so much for doing this. It has been a pleasure and uh, I hope thank that... Thank you so much for inviting me because I really like what you're doing and I, I hope you keep um, going on and 
it's lovely to connect and also for for people who are searching for maybe new friends or new possibilities instagram is also a very nice place you know it's not always bad and social media is always so bad um, we have um, we have like a connection now and there are so many other people uh, with whom i have a great connection just because of um, instagram so it's it has been really lovely to connect with you and also um, see what what you're sharing and yeah it's really valuable so guys <laughs> go through all to lisa's post because yeah you will get a lot of value out from it oh thank you so much